We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Well, no Lufest this weekend, a disappointment to thousands of fans. There had been hints that the popular Forest Park Musical Festival was in trouble. That was reported by our arts and culture reporter, Jeremy Goodwin. Media coverage was cited as one of the reasons for canceling the festival. Jeremy joins me in studio now to talk about his reporting and uh, what's going on with the fest. There were lots of signs, Jeremy, that uh, the fest was in trouble, weren't there? Hi, Don. Yeah, Yeah. we we started to get word late last week that there were some things going on, that some vendors who were longtime participants uh, were just not happy with where things were standing uh, in terms of being paid for their work. And in talking to some of them, we we hear, again, from certain vendors in this in this working this event that it's a longstanding problem they've had for some number of years. And that was the deny that there was really a, really a problem, but very abruptly the, uh, the situation changed. Yeah, a few hours after our story broke on Friday, Lufest, um, who still has not responded to our requests via email and text message, mm-hmm. and, and I will echo that request right now because we want to have their voice in this story and we want to have their perspective sure. here. Um, but a few hours after our story broke, uh, they tweeted saying they are 100% going forward with the event mm-hmm. and that load-in isn't scheduled to happen until tomorrow, meaning Saturday, and we'll go forward from there. Mm-hmm. They, they brought up weather as being a factor. And I, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes long-range weather forecasts uh, are not very accurate as our day-to-day forecast sometimes. How, how a substantive is that uh, concern? Well, the in, in the letter that went out overnight last night, which mentioned weather, they list – what a good dozen or so factors that they're citing as reasons. It, it sounds like th- there's a lot of potential potential scapegoats being being put forward in, in this in this letter, and part of that was the weather. But any festival, you know, if if the festival was depending upon walk up sales in order to complete the payment for the preparation of the production, uh, clearly there's there's something going wrong there. Mm. Well, uh, what about refunds? Uh, a lot of people have already put down their cash. Are they going to get it back? <laughs> um, we hope so. In the in the letter from Lufest, they did say that they did not have the cash on hand to provide those refunds, but that their ticketing vendor, um, what is it, Frontgate, Frontgate tickets would be able to provide those those refunds. Mm-hmm. So we are still working to confirm that with the actual ticketing vendor. So far, our only information about that comes from the Lufest statement. Well, there that is, also, and that I'm sorry, that that also doesn't address fo- that doesn't address folks who might have bought the ticket in the secondary market or even just from a friend. You know, sometimes with festivals, uh, there's a group of people who buy a bunch of tickets. Uh, this is just for the point of sale with the actual ticketing vendor. Yeah, but if they didn't have money to pay uh, to pay some of the people who are working for them and setting this thing up, you have to wonder if they're going to have uh, money available for those refunds. Uh, yeah, and as they say that they they are in some debt at this point and do not have the money on hand to do that, and so they were you know they were thanking their ticket vendor, but it, it appears that the Listen Live Entertainment, the producer for this festival, has some things to work on. Yeah, 
Well, it would appear that way. We have uh, a number of our listeners who have uh, responded to what's going on. I'll read you a couple of these things, and you can uh, comment on them as you as you choose. Uh, Maximilian writes, stunned, shocked, angry. I've got family flying in from out of town for Lufest. Uh, here's a message from me to the organizers. Don't blame the weather, media coverage, or artists for the cancellation when it comes down to years of mismanagement. This is so sad for St. Louis. Is mismanagement uh, a word that can be used here? Um what I can say is that we have heard from people who have worked for the event in the past who have similar stories about being paid late, being promised payments that did not arrive, receiving payments at the last minute. We just added to our, our coverage on the web of our, our, our breaking news story here uh, input from Charles Brown, who runs the vendor who was contracted to do the waste removal. And he said that due to past late payments in the past for the 2017 festival, he required uh, getting a deposit in advance mm-hmm. and received that deposit the day, first day of the festival. And so when this year came around, he said, I'm not going to commit my people. Uh, and these vendors, I mean, this isn't an overnight thing. He needs to, he and others like him need to schedule workers. They need to rent equipment. They need to handle all the logistics for this. And so as of, I spoke with him yesterday and as of Tuesday afternoon, he said, if they would pay my deposit, I'll do the job. And that's what I heard from a lot of people. No one here, everyone I spoke to wants this event to happen and they want it to succeed. But it can't be a volunteer effort on behalf of these professionals. Yeah, you, know, I, you, you can have volunteers work the lost and found table and help staff the medical area, but you can't hire people to build a stage and run the sound and run the lights and not pay them. Yeah, it's early in the game here, but uh, I think people are already wondering if this is a signal that next year there will be no Louvre Fest. It's way too early to speculate on that, on that I suppose. Yeah, throughout this, we've been careful. Mm-hmm. We didn't feel like it was our role to speculate about will the event be canceled. That's you know the first question people have when they saw the coverage Friday. But we, we felt it was, it was our job to, to say, here are the facts. The people who were going to provide the sound – the lights, the onstage instruments, possibly the trash, they're all pulling out. What does that mean to a festival? Yeah, and there is that ripple effect that you alluded to. Again, uh, from Facebook, we get this from Abby. The statement was abysmal from the content that blamed everything but themselves to the timing of it. I would have had a small amount of respect for them had they actually taken a tiny bit of accountability. They have hurt so many local businesses and the city's reputation in terms of booking for festivals. They should be ashamed. And then the Schlafly people at the brewery write, we are extremely disappointed in the decision to cancel Lufest, not only for our investment in the local music festival, but all of our additional local restaurants, makers and artists and friends who lost a lot. Yeah, a lot of business is going to be lost as a result of this. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's the production event type vendors that we've been talking about, but there's also just the retail vendors who are planning to be in the, in the uh, nosh pit, as they call it, yeah. the, uh, the food area, who have been stocking up on food. Someone like Schlafly Brewery, they said they had commissioned someone to create artwork for a special edition beer that would only be available at the festival. Mm-hmm. So they've put a certain amount of money on the table already to prep, and now we're wondering what to do with all those excess wares. Mm-hmm. So something we're following throughout the, the, these coming days, Don, is what sort of events might be popping up this weekend for vendors who stocked up on food or drink, or for bands who were planning to play and are routed through St. Louis and are looking for something to do. Um, that's information we're compiling on, the, on our website right now. Yeah, a lot of people will be looking for something to do. Any any reaction yet from performers? 
That's that's an angle I'm working on so far. We we mm-hmm. haven't heard anything directly from from the artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Plant and Modest Mouse were the, the two headliners for the for the event. We're trying to reach them. Uh, we don't have comment from from performers yet. And someone raised the issue in one of the emails that we received here. Uh, what's the, this likely to do for future performances for performers willing to come to St. Louis if something like this can be abruptly so canceled? Even among folks who are bitterly disappointed about their experience trying to work this event, that's something I hear from them. They say this is yeah. a specific organization, a specific event that has gone haywire. That doesn't mean that the city of St. Louis cannot sustain a festival of this magnitude. It doesn't mean that there isn't the desire for it, the demand. And we know the demand is there. This event sold out last year. They had 32,000 people per day up at the Muni Upper Lots in the, in the surrounding area. So the, the audience is there. The bands are there for for a perfectly good lineup as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the organization has has to be there as well. Yeah, well, you've got a lot of work to do in the next couple of days and perhaps the next couple of weeks, Jeremy. We're working on it, Don. We're working on it, sure. A lot of people are working on it right now. Uh, we'll have a list, I think, before the week is out of alternative things to do this weekend. I yeah, know and, a especially, lot of people. and especially on, on, on Twitter, yeah. uh, St. Louis Public Radio, our account, is updates as they come in, uh, whether it's special events or refund info as that comes in. We're going to continue to communicate everything we can. We'll take care of our audience. Our audience. We, we aim to. <laughs> Thanks. Arts and Culture reporter Jeremy Goodwin, thank you so much. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.